0: Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om, I bow to the Lord, Vasudeva. Joy to you, friends. We're discussing this part in the um, second chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna is urging Arjuna, according to the Shankar philosophy, to be even-minded, to be cheerful, not to be upset by, by anything. And uh, he says in stanza 28, the periods before birth and after death are veiled from your gaze. You are conscious only of that which is visible to your senses, Why lament a thing you can't see? Well, it's so interesting that the same arguments can be used in opposite ways. For example, many people will say, well, uh, I remember I mentioned this poem, Pride and Prejudice, in uh, uh, the one that was done by by Ger Garson and uh, um, Laurence Olivier. I say that because the script was somewhat written, especially for a movie, and later versions probably don't have this. But Lydia, who has gone away, run away with some man, finally they got, they did get married, and she's trying to get her older sister as a woman of great sensitivity and sensibility. And uh, she's trying to get her to felicitate her on her marriage. And Elizabeth, the older sister, is saying, well, I would like to see how you are in five years. Oh, five years, who cares what happens in five years? Well, you can see this could be taken as an argument in that way. Many people say, well, who cares what I did in my last life? Or who cares what I did in my future life? I'm happy now. But the thing is that your past life has an influence on you. And what you do now, you may uh, rob a bank and kill a few people. And you may get away with it. You may die a peaceful death, as some murderers have done. And they'll say, what does it matter? The future, that'll take care of itself. Well, the trouble is it'll also take care of you. And uh, those, those realities will come about in time. So Krishna is using the argument of who cares um, what happens in five years in another way altogether. and It's kind of intriguing to see that he's doing so, because in fact also, why be upset by it? What is happening right now is your reality. And so from another point of view, Yes, if you do kill, if you do steal, if you do commit sins and do wrong things, you will pay for it. But on the other hand, if you live rightly, don't worry because so many times we the burden of past and present, most people are living in the past, regretting the past, anticipating the future, hoping and being very attached to the future. It's only if you can live right now and be focused in the present, that you can do a good job. Those who think about, um, what if I fail? Half their mind is on what if I fail? In fact, in that very thought, they may fail. There's a story my guru told me about a, a disciple, a woman disciple of uh, the Adi Swami Shankara, Sankaracharya. And she was always doubting. And one time uh, she said to her guru, but, but what if I fail? And uh, what if I die? She said. And the guru said, All right, then die. And she fell over dead. Now, you may say that was a pretty drastic treatment, but the fact is that she kept thinking this way. She was attracting it. He just let that karma um, work itself out. Whatever you have strongly in your mind, you can attract. You can attract wealth. You can attract poverty. If you live in poverty consciousness and think that I'm poor. I remember a man who had a, what he needed, but he didn't have as much as what he needed, and he said, I'm poor, I'm poor. Well, he had more money than I had, and I wasn't grieving. The point is, don't grieve, but when you worry about the future or the past, it becomes a burden on your mind, which prevents you from able, being able to handle your present with uh, to the greatest efficacy. Now, Yes, what you're doing will influence the future, but it will only be really successful if you're doing it the best you can right now. And so, basically, he's just giving us a piece of perfectly good, worldly advice here, that do the best you can and let the future take care of itself. This can be, this advice can be good for any businessman, for everyone. But always try to do the best, and this is the issue. It isn't that whatever you do now doesn't matter because the future doesn't exist. It will exist. So whether you're th- thinking of getting married or taking a job or starting a business or uh, going to some new place in the world or whatever it might be, think first in terms of, is it right? Let the future take care of itself. Will it work? Doesn't Don't enter the picture. If it fails, Well, it will fail because of past karma, but it will be the most certain to succeed if you put your entire energy into it right now. Therefore, live in the present and be concentrated. In fact, concentration is the key to success, and what we're giving basically is a key to concentration. Because when you can stop grieving and live completely in the present, Master said, if you can be happy in the present, you have God. Well, that was perhaps a little bit of an exaggeration, but the more you can be happy, the more you have of God. And remember, everything is relative. So think in terms of here and now. And when you are with friends, don't be thinking, oh, these other friends. I remember when I went to see my grandparents for Christmas many years ago. I was in college, and my brother also came And my grandparents were good, but very simple people. My grandfather was an optometrist in Tulsa, and his tastes were simple. And he was a very fine man, but not a highly cultured man. And my brother was lamenting the whole time that he had had to leave his cousins and uncle in Ohio, who were very much more sophisticated and so on. Well, he couldn't enjoy the Ohio scene, because he wasn't there. He couldn't enjoy this scene either in Tulsa. Why not enjoy where you are and uh, make the best of it. The important thing is always to understand that you have before you these two choices, a wrong choice and a right choice. And what can be your criterion of a right choice? Success? No, not necessarily, because we define success in different ways. A mafioso may think that if I kill that man, I'll succeed, I'll get his money. Well, that's success of a type, but it doesn't give you the happiness that is really the 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 defining factor in his success. So, always ask yourself, will this give me happiness? Will it expand my consciousness? Will it help me to feel greater sympathy for other people so that I can begin to see that I am living in all people? We have to understand these basic truths that we're not just this ego, And so anything that will expand ourselves beyond this ego, some people will think, well, what I get is mine and that's fine. Others will say, I gain more. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I gain more when I give to others. And this is the truth. So the more you can follow that guideline within yourself that says, this takes me toward happiness, toward a greater expansion of consciousness, toward greater clarity of mind, Define your happiness in those ways and you will know in your heart what is the right decision to make. But you must be here and now. You can't be living past and future and getting all confused about what somebody's doing over in Russia. You have to be right here today in this moment and with that clarity and calmness of mind, no grieving, no false rejoicing, just being centered. Then, you can proceed to this battle of Kurukshetra and see that I need to get rid of those qualities because they're keeping me from that peace that I want, and I need to develop these other qualities because in them I will find all the fulfillment I'm seeking. Joy to you.